celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team, animal communicator Joy Turner. The dog father, Joey Volani, is back and better than ever. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And Dr. Debbie, it's toll-free. 1-866-405-8405. The season of stars continues today with Jenna Fisher from The Office, and probably one of my favorite characters from The Office. What is her character on the on The Office? I forget what her Pam. Name. Pam, the receptionist, oh, but no okay. salesperson. Okay, that's what I wondered because I watched The Office. Okay, that's Pam. She'll I be just joining. Know the names. She has uh, cats, and she's one of those people that lets the cats crawl across the table, you know, the dinner table <laughs> while they're eating. I but, got a bird that does that. Well, you know, birds seem clean. <laughs> I wouldn't mind so much about it. The, the cats just came out of the litter and then, you know, that you're but, eating but on the But the bird side. eats out of your dish. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he decides that, um, you know, that, that, that he wants to take a bite. So just come and take a bite, put it in his, you know, foot and sit there and eat it right in front of you and look at you. <laughs> Does your bird talk? No, at all? not a word. Just, just eats, eats the food out of my dish. And I'm on a diet, so I got, you know, limited food to eat, so I want to strangle the bird. <laughs> just, just groom her and she will quit it. Well, I know that she likes it. You, yeah, you actually put her in the sink, don't you? Shower. Yeah, she, you know, she likes it. She'll go in the shower with you. She'll go right in the sink. You fill it up like a tub and, you know. Oh Not that God, I want to interrupt your, your segment there, Hal, about the cats, but, you know, I just figured I'd throw that in. Oh, no, I, you know, this is, you know, it's all about us. <laughs> well, except for Stacy, what are you working on? Well, they say people in California are nuts, but there's a lady in New York that really takes a cake. She could put some of the Californians to shame. She wants her Maltese to get married, and she's already had a shower for it. And she's got a wedding set for July 12th. I, the Maltese, you know, I feel bad for it. It's got cancer, and it's going to die in 3 to 12 months, supposedly. Uh, although oh. we don't know. It's God's plan what's going to happen to that Maltese. But um, she wanted to get married before it passes. And I'll tell you about that. More about it. <laughs> more than you probably need to know. I've already told you more That's... than you need to know. Coming up on Animal Radio News. That's a white dog thing, you know that? It is. Because okay. I've, done, I've done three weddings um, that I had to groom the dogs for, and they were always Maltesers or West Highland White Terriers. <laughs> so, no, you I'm serious. <laughs> you know who the lady is? It's Wendy Diamond. And, uh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. okay. Wendy, Wendy's um, out of, I lo- love her, but she's out of her mind. So, yeah, okay, she, I could see that. She's a little crazy about her dog. But she's great. She's great. She's nice. And, and her, her dog name was Lucky. And, uh, you know, the biggest mistake in my life I made one time to ask her when we did some shooting with her together, how old is your dog? Oh, my gosh. I, from that time, I never ask anyone how old is your dog, especially when it comes to celebrities. Oh, yes. Well, this dog, she, she gets her picture taken, actually the dog's picture taken with as many celebrities as she can. I, I She's the most photographed dog with celebrities. Wow. And, yes. uh, so How old is that dog, by the way? She was, that dog was about probably there. six, seven years, yeah. years ago. She's like yeah. 11 or 12. I think yeah. she's 12. Oh, yeah, right. Can't she wait knows. to find out more about that. Uh, let's see, uh, Vlade, you're back, and better than ever, you uh, may kind of missed a, a big show where we were talking about bites, and Dr. Phil, we left this for you, Dr. Phil is being sued by one of his friends because his dog attacked her. 
you hear about that story? Yes, I did. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a lot of people say now, well, you know, he's not preaching on the show what he believes. He should be pro- he teaching the people be proactive, and he hasn't been proactive himself. So this is unfortunately the situation is. And um, what can I say? I mean, every dog can bite. And, of course, the searching breeds, like the one he had, uh, bully breeds, they support the very rare breeds uh, from Argentina or something. Think, I think they need to be trained num- from the day number one. I mean, guys, I'm not the radio personality. I really don't. I'm just a dog trainer. And in order for me to make it, even today, come and join you guys, you know, have some tea with you together. Thank you. So, you know, I, I got up at 5 o'clock in order to make the session before that. And I'm going to have a full day up to 11 o- 10 o'clock, I would say, this evening. You have a three-month waiting list. Why? Because dogs are out of control and so many times people call me when like a doctor feel when it's already somebody too late somebody yes too late three-month waiting list but you can talk to him right now 1-866-405-8405 we're going to the phones next celebrating our connection with our pets this is animal radio here are your hosts al abrams and judy francis the host with the most Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, answering those most vexing dog issues. Dog father Joey Volani is back. Animal communicator Joy Turner bridging that gap. And on the show today, we have Jenna Fisher from The Office as the season of stars continues. Uh, Also... Stacy Cohn, finally back in her little booth after making coffee and then spilling it and having to go back. Poor girl. What, what are you working on? <laughs> well, have you ever gone to church and you sit down and you're all ready to pray? You put your head down and then you notice to your left, oh, you've got some large person sitting next to you, breathing down your neck. <laughs> well, guess what? What if you sat down and you realize that large thing was a St. Bernard oh! and he was drooling down your neck? <laughs> Well, if you're in Florida and you want to go to church, you may have the chance to sit down next Holy to Lord. a big St. Bernard or maybe even a teacup poodle. I'll tell you, coming up on Animal Radio News. Joey, you're looking uh, mighty svelte. The diet's going well, I assume. 63 pounds, oh, baby. That's you know, like a small child there. You know, it's actually a big child. It's an eight-year-old, I think. I don't know. That's 33 for me. <laughs> 33. Well, he's That's double. Great. He's double. That's yeah. great. But, you, but, you I, but I had great. a lot more. Yeah. He had more to lose than I. <laughs> what are you going to be talking about today? You know the song, when they, you know, Frank Sinatra, when they show their pearly whites. Well, you never hear pearly brown. So we're going to talk about keeping your dog's teeth on pearly white. Oh, gotta love that. That's coming up in just a few minutes. Let's hit the phones. one 405 8405 This is your turn to connect with our dream team and ask them the questions that are on your mind. Hey, Mark. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Are you ready to talk to Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard? I would love to. Good, good, good. Mark, are you ready for the treat? Uh, I need some help. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, I have a, uh, a mixed lab. She's less than a year old, which I rescued at a truck stop Christmas Day okay. in, the, in the middle of the night, and I guess she was lost, couldn't find the owner, had her scanned, couldn't find any ID for her, so here she is with me, and we have a chewing problem. 
And last night she decided to destroy a $500 GPS. Oh, my gosh. So, and between a CB radio microphone for $30 and several uh, cords that go to these devices, uh, I'm at my wit's end. It only happens when I leave the truck. Okay. And... you know, this is nothing new to me because I have a lot of clients uh, who are calling me through my SoCalDogTraining.com and, uh, you know, sometimes they're calling me on the verge of committing murder and ask me to talk them down because, you know, can you imagine they enter the house and they see the dogs lay down across their $5,000 leather furniture special order from Italy, you know, I live here in Newport Beach, California, you know, like like a Beverly Hills on the ocean and you know they're just coming in and watching that dog eat, chewing one of their uh, arms off you know and they just you know really really get upset so chewing is one of the things which makes the people you know upset more than anything I ever dealt with um, the reason why the dog chews because they're dogs and dogs need to some, something to chew but it also can be separation anxiety. It can be many different behavior problems. Here is my general intake uh, on that issue. Um, if your dog is chewing in your truck, okay, and laps, uh, how old is your is your lap mix? Uh, she's not much more than eight or nine months. She just had her first uh, cycle oh, about yeah. a month and a half ago. Okay, so uh, you're talking about uh, still puppy. Okay, so you're not you wouldn't allow a little child left alone, you know, in your truck, and you know how it goes in America. Maybe in Russia we do, but here in America you would be in the jail in no time. So (laughs) you're not going to be in the jail for leaving your lap in the truck, but uh, you know the the dog will punish your your by chewing all your stuff off. So here's what I would do: I would uh, get some traveling cage. It's uh, made from no material from from cloth. It's very nice one. You know, if that's going to work, I will use that one. If it's not, I'm going to maybe get the real one. And it doesn't take too much space, and it's a very nicely looking uh, crate. And I'm going to make make this type of the arrangement every time before I leave my truck. I will put my lap mix inside, inside of this crate, okay? And inside of this crate, I will supply him with two toys, uh, all different of them, starting from the conch chew, conch toy, antler chew, uh, deer antler chew, uh, nylon bones. I will mas- basically uh, get maybe two, three sets of the uh, uh, chew toys, and I will rotate them. Okay, and that's what I will do. Um, once your dog get older, somewhere after 15 months, you'll be able to leave your dog. You know. Not in the crate. But at this time, this is the way to go because every time when your dog does something wrong, that's, that's less chance because it's becoming in her memory. It's getting her in her memory. So the next time she's going to do it again. But the less like, but the less she will chew ink at your truck, the less likely it will happen in the future because it will gradually erase from her memory. Does it make sense for you? It makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so I, that's what I, I want her to do. I put the leash on. I tied her, tied the leash no. to the table so she couldn't no. get to the front. And when no. she came back, she chewed the leash in half. 
I believe it. Even if not the leash, even if you put the cable, some trainers, you believe it or not, suggest this method. This is going to be a recipe for disaster because on top of everything, you will develop um, all behavior problems based on freedom frustration. Oh. Yes, right. Vladi knows what he's talking about because, you know, I'm not just a dog trainer. I'm also certified animal behaviorist. Sometimes sounds funny, sometimes says funny things, but I do the real deal and, on, on, my daily, on my daily job. So that's the approach I will take. Of course, my friend, I would definitely, you know, two, three times per day, I will get that lab mix out of my truck. I will exercise a little bit, especially mentally. I will, and physically too, of course. I would put the collar on leash and I will say, let's go, make sure he doesn't go ahead of you. And if he goes ahead of you, I will turn around and snap the leash like it's shown in the video. If you will visit animalradio.com, you will see that video. I saw it and I have been doing that. Good, good, but make sure you use the right color. You gotta get the pinch color too, and not the regular one. And pinch color needs to be adjusted, right? And after that, I will maybe get some toys, uh, like a ch- uh, check the website, uh, chaseitpettoys.com. It's like you can play with your dog, like with a cat, and exhaust that dog physically and mentally. The tired dog becoming good dog, and after that, supply him with something you want him to chew, and uh, get him out of trouble instead of yelling and screaming at him. Just put him somewhere else so he could be enjoying the time while you're not. Here and you are killing so many birds with one stone, and you're just basically avoiding separation anxiety, avoiding any building problem. That would be the best approach from the Vladis point of view, and that's gonna work. Just do it. And of Thank course, you for calling us. Don't don't forget to get her spay too. You should get her spay too, of course. Oh yes, for sure. That is on the agenda as soon as I get back home to Las Vegas. Thanks, Mark. We appreciate your time today. Thank you. Sir. For your help. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Hi, Randy Travis here, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Warm weather is here and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L pet.com. Oh no, a storm! Where's my thunder shirt? I need my thunder shirt! It hugs me, keeps me calm during storms, otherwise I freak! Here boy, let's put on your thunder shirt! 
Oh, oh, that's much better. Hey, folks, if your dog or cat's like me and scared of noises, traveling or vet visits or being left alone, try Thundershirt. It's the easy, drug-free way to keep them calm. For only $39.95 with a money-back guarantee, don't be afraid to try one. Buy a Thundershirt now at pet stores or at Thundershirt.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Animal Radio is brought to you by Thundershirt. If your dog or cat's afraid of noises, vet visits, or just being left alone... Thundershirt's constant gentle pressure is the simplest solution for calming them. It's easy to use, and it's drug-free. Only thirty nine ninety five. You can get yours at pet stores or at Thundershirt.com. What do you say, Judy? We give one away, in fact. Let's do it. There's plenty of dogs out there that probably need one, and it's also they also make them for cats. They make them for cats? I have a cat that's afraid of thunderstorms. When she, when he hears thunder, he oh, runs. Nike. Yes, he runs under the bed, <laughs> and he sits there and just shakes. Oh, boy. one 405 if you'd like to pick up on a thunder shirt right now. And I believe we are going to go to line three. Am I correct? They're all blinking. Line three. Meeny, meeny, miny, miny. Let's go to James. Hey, James, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Very good. Where are you calling from today? Um, Lodgepole, Nebraska. Oh, wow. Do you live there? <laughs> uh, yes, actually, I, I, I'm a, a wheat farmer here. Actually. A wheat farmer? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, a wheat farmer. I, um, I've got a huge uh, wheat and corn farm out here. So, um, But the question I was calling you guys about is, is uh, I just actually saved two uh, sugar gliders, or got two um, sugar gliders from out of, you know, a rescue. What, what, what's and, a sugar um, rider? Or sugar glider? What is that? I don't know. It's a little marsupial. They're like about the size of the palm of your hand. A little marsupial and uh, big eyes. Um, very interesting little characters. <laughs> they're <so> cute. <laughs> yeah, they're really, really interesting and, and a lot of fun actually. And I, I'm, the, the last family really, I don't believe, was giving them the, the attention they needed the, and the love and everything they needed. But the question I have for you guys is that. So I get these two boys neutered. I, I've done some research online, and it, it's kind of a yes and no. Um, I, if I do, is it, is, it, is it bad for them? I mean, or is it good for them? And also about when should I do it? You know, they're still in the, the stage not really knowing me too well, and we're still mm-hmm. bonding. Uh, what's your, what's yeah, your you- thoughts? Well, I definitely, for sugar gliders, I, I definitely recommend to neuter the boys. We don't do the girls, but gen, well, we can, but we generally do the boys. And, um, as long as they have their, their, their goods in place, um, it's, it, we can do it. So most of these guys, once they come for their first pet exams, we can talk about doing that. The, the reason that it's, it's actually quite easy to neuter sugar gliders is that they're, 
testicles basically are on a little stalk. And so they kind of hang away from the body. So it, it makes it very easy to ex- access the area. And uh, here at my office, what we generally do is we do this with laser surgery. So it helps to minimize bleeding. Um, the biggest, and I'd say the one thing we really watch after neutering these little guys is that um, they tend to chew themselves. So we're really aggressive about making sure we use pain medication um, and even just kind of putting like a Novocaine block at the area where we um, do the surgery. That's probably the biggest downside to things. But I, I wouldn't say that. I think I think it will definitely help make them more um, uh, apt to be uh, affectionate and, uh, you know, kind of takes down a little bit of that aggression that we can get with them. So um, for making them better pets, I say absolutely. Um, if you need to give them a little bit more time to bond to you, I, I think that's great. Um, but I don't see a reason that, you know, You'd, you'd have to wait um, because it definitely helps them in the long run. And, and just, just out of curiosity, what is the normal cost of neutering uh, animals? Is it really expensive or fairly cheap? You know, it is going to depend a bit on what kind of veterinary availability you have in your area. And I'd have to tell you that um, sugar gliders are certainly a little bit more of truly what we'd call the exotic breeds. So, you know, for some folks, they may not feel comfortable handling them or they may just not have the equipment to deal with them. Um, and, and certainly, you know, like I mentioned, you know, here at my office, we have uh, laser surgery, which is really neat for some of these little guys. So you, you're going to potentially run into um, a little bit more of a uh, cost factor with that. Um, and I would have to say that here at our office, I think neutering these guys is maybe just a, a hair over a hundred bucks. Um, but in some facilities, it could actually be as much as a couple hundred, just because of you know not having a, the a lot of other competition in the area for them. But we see so many of these critters that you know it's not necessarily a big deal for us. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, just want them to be happy. So that's that's about it. So, yeah. Well, I, I and you know what? So much for your information. It really helped out. Sure, I'm glad. And you know, I wanted to mention that sugar gliders are definitely an, a, an animal that you got to have a lot of time for them. So it's unfortunate if the other family didn't spend a lot of time because they really, I've had some of these little guys where they will actually just kind of shut down. If they're not getting love, affection, they won't eat. So, um, you know, thank you so much for, you know, taking them on and, uh, they're curious little creatures, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for your call, well, James. I appreciate your call. They're with me right now. They are ride they? with me all day in the tractor. They drive in the so. tractor with you. Wow. That's great. Yeah. The tractor drives itself, so I just sit here and look at them in their little pouch thing, and they, they chill out and look around all the big windows and stuff. In case they can wow. Fly around, you know, fly around on things. I, I think in 11 years of doing this radio show, you're the first <laughs> caller with sugar gliders. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you for your call today. So, Dr. Debbie, are these animals that need to be kept inside? Do they keep them in a cage? How much room do they need? I'm trying to get an idea. Yeah, they definitely need a cage, and they're, they're climbers, so they definitely need um, big, wide cages. Um, we've got to have a lot of hiding places for them. And, and, you know, they eat a various diet, so they'll eat fruits, vegetables. They need a lot of protein in their diet, so they'll eat little bugs, um, boiled eggs, things like that. Um, but they do take a lot of, a lot of attention, and and um, sometimes they are people get them for when they have kids, and it's not always the best thing if the kids aren't comfortable handling them. Um, they do some really interesting little sounds. Um, it's something called crabbing, so it kind of goes. <laughs> and um, so when they're unhappy, they make this sound. A lot of people do. Like, Ooh. So you know, it just takes you know with with kids for them to get used to them um, and uh, you know not freak out. I, I still kind of freak out sometimes when they do that because it catches you off guard with this little alien sound that they make. <laughs> They sound
sound absolutely adorable. We'll put a picture up over at the website at AnimalRadio.com for a sugar glider call here at Animal Radio. You uh, can call us with your flamingo questions, your iguana questions, whatever. We have the basis covered, of course. Dr. Debbie practices in Las Vegas, so there's a lot of weird animals out there. You know that. Yeah, you know me. We've had raccoons and potbelly pigs. and <laughs> Wow. Quite a practice. This can only mean it is time for Joey Volani's Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Wall. You know, dogs are mo- one of the most intelligent animals, so it's really no wonder that wall clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. Visit them over at wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L, pet.com. You still running on reruns there on uh, Animal Planet? Is that over with, or is that still going? I, You know what I haven't? Everyone's telling me I'm getting fan mail, but I haven't seen it yet. So I'm only assuming, yes, that we are, because I'm still getting um, some strong fan mail coming in. Mm. You know, groomers, keep up. Keep watching the show. You know, we want it back. I got to just tell you, the thing I hate about reruns, I'm sorry to interrupt, but they always end the same. I mean, you're going to still have the same winner, right? I mean, it's not going to be someone else. Could yeah, be a surprise. I, listen, I don't care about the rest of the show. <laughs> I care about the last... Fifteen minutes when, when you know, we're deliberating the judges, and you could see me, you know, and you I look see much, much better in the second episode. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go anyway, on. I want everyone in the room to smile. Okay. Smile, smile, smile. Okay. Smiling. Now look around at everyone, <laughs> and you could see everyone in this room has nice white straight teeth. Why? Because we spend a lot of money on it. Okay. We go out, we get our teeth whitened, we get them cleaned, we go to the dentist, we get a Visalign, we get braces, whatever. Okay. <laughs> But why your dog? Okay, now, if somebody had bad breath, the first thing you're going to say is, your breath stinks. Chew some of this, okay? But your dog, <laughs> you sit there and you deal with it. Now, part of grooming and hygiene, okay, is teeth. And there are so many people in America who have dogs that have bad breath and bad teeth. But there's a few things that you can do about it at home for, as a preventative before it gets to the point where it stinks. First thing you got to do. Because you got to call Dr. Deb and see and get your dog's teeth examined. And if your dog needs a dentistry, get them cleaned. I'm not a big fan of these these people who come to grooming salons and clean the dog's teeth. And I know you're going to get a lot of hate mail on this, but I'm not. Because you weren't trained for it. That should be done in a veterinary's office. Because God forbid if something goes bad, and it can at times, they're there. And that's what they're there for. So get them cleaned by a professional veterinarian. After that, there's things you could do. There's sprays, there's gels, there's a lot. There's one out there, Pets Live, which is um, a sponsor of the show. I personally love the product. I think it's a great product, but there's a a bunch of different kinds out there. The other thing you can do if you don't have the money and there's and there's you know and and there's nothing else that um that 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 um you can do is get yourself a gauze pad and wrap it around your face. What 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 you said? Gauze. You know what gauze is? Like cheesecloth almost. Uh, Okay. You know what cheesecloth is? Yeah, I know that. Uh huh. Okay. So take so some cheesecloth, okay. wrap it around your finger, and dampen okay. it with some water. And then okay. you're going to get yourself a good old 89 cents box of baking soda. And oh, you're going to dip it in. You ju- I you're love gonna- you. you. Hold on. You're just reading my mind. I just was about opening my mouth and tell you about that simple way of cleaning the teeth, which was really for generation we used in Russia. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Okay, don't open your mouth too much because I'll clean your teeth with baking soda. So <laughs> this is what we're going to do. 
We're going to wrap the gauze around your finger. You're going to dampen it. You're going to put it in the baking soda. So you're going to and you're going to get it on there so it's a little pasty. Now you want to make sure you can put your finger in your dog's mouth. If your dog is one of these dogs that don't let you put your finger in your mouth, then don't do this. <laughs> so what you're going to do is you're going to go in there and you're going to rub the gauze on the top and bottom um, teeth on the canines and everything on the gums and what it's going to do it's going to take off all the slime and the tartar and everything that's slowly building up and again you got to do this from, with, with clean teeth to begin with this isn't something that's going to remove if it's too far gone it's preventative and it's going to save you a lot of money if you do this you don't have to do it every day but if you did you know what your dog's teeth would look as good as yours and you're going to go in there when you take the gauze out you're going to look at it and you're going to see it's going to have a greenish brownish it's going to have slime uh. on it well that's the stuff that's on the teeth it's it's almost as if we didn't brush our dog's teeth every day a lot of people say to me why don't i use a toothbrush I'm going to be really honest with you. It's difficult, okay? And also, you can irritate the gums if you don't do it right. The dog's moving. I've seen people break teeth. When you go to your groomer, and the groomers want to choke me as well, don't do it once every eight weeks. If you do it every day and you want the groomer to do it, great. But if you just go once every eight with your groomer and have your t- dog's teeth brushed, you know what? That That's like wiping your behind once every month, okay? It's the same thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing, so don't go there, all right? Um, do this every day. Get some spray, use the gauze um, with, 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 with the water baking soda, and you're good. And then you know what? Your dog can sit there and smile just like we are. You know, Will, that? Will Smith doesn't wipe his behind. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I, you know what? I, did, I, I didn't know that. But you know what? I, I, that's actually um, made me a smarter person now that I know that. Yeah. He doesn't use toilet paper. Yes, no, he doesn't. He, he, it was in People magazine. Yeah, he's a bidet. <laughs> no, it was in Cosmo magazine, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, know. that's the that's the magazine. The first half tells you how to meet a man. The second half tells you how to get rid of him. Let's see. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. This is an Animal Radio news update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, summer's in full swing now, and PetRelocation.com, an international pet travel and pet transportation service provider, has announced the results of its third annual summer pet travel survey. For 2012, travel trends have fluctuated, but overall the popularity of pet travel is holding pretty steady, and consumer demands are more specific than ever. Nearly half of pet owners will travel this summer, 47% of respondents said that they plan to travel with their pets within the next three months. Another 40% plan to travel within the next year. Seems that dogs rule. Even more, though, about a quarter of the people said that they travel with their cats. A commanding 85% will bring their dogs along when they hit the road in 2012. Safety seems to top the list for the third year in a row. Safety was cited as the number one uh, priority for pet travelers. 60% of respondents saying it's their top concern when they make their travel plans. Convenience, that came in second place at 25%. And pricing was stated as the number one concern for 15% of the people. Washington's health department says, you know what, it's time to worry about ticks now that summer's almost here. Veterinarian Dr. Ruth McPeat says that few people realize that modern rural housing developments are often making America's tick problem even worse. It's really the phenomenon of people moving from the cities into the suburbs where they're becoming very close to the forest and they're actually breaking those forests up into fragments. 
She says those fragments are fertile breeding grounds for ticks. The new website, dogsandticks.com, explains how to properly remove a tick from both people and animals. Ticks can carry health problems like Lyme disease. You know, you can always count on low-hanging Welsh corgis to make Queen Elizabeth smile. Not necessarily, though, for her grandson, Prince William. In an interview for a documentary on the Queen for her Diamond Jubilee celebration, Will said that his granny's famous pack of yapping Welsh corgis are a joy to the Queen, but everybody else goes crazy from them. (laughs) Corgis are as stubby as dachshunds, but they have a little bit more bulk and fur. I actually have a a corgi mix, a corgi mix with a golden retriever, and it's the smartest dog in the world. I love that dog, but he does have a problem. He'll go to another dog and, you know, um, chomp on their feet. They're barking all the time. He said, I don't know how she copes with it. He said, according to Radio Times Magazine and the Daily Beast account of William's interview, her private life with her dogs and her riding and her walking, it's very important important to her. She has to get a switch, though, to turn off that noise. He said, I would just question how she deals with it. William and his wife, the former Kate Middleton, now known as Catherine Duchess of Cambridge, recently acquired a new dog of their own, an adorable black cocker spaniel puppy that they named Lupo. And uh, he apparently isn't a barker. The Queen's dogs are famous, though, for their barking and their occasional nips at VIP ankles. I'm Stacey Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. To connect with our dream team, toll-free, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Joey Volani is back, and we're very appreciative of that. Animal communicator Joey Turner is also here. And you probably have seen the uh, previews on TV, may even have checked it out. Brand new show on CBS. Yes, right, CBS, Dogs in the City, starring Justin Silver, and we welcome into the show today. Hey, Justin, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm just uh, talking to you guys right now from, uh, actually, location. Oh, you're on location filming right now, huh? Yeah, we're filming right now. I'm just taking a quick ten minutes to talk to you guys. Well, good, good. I'm glad you t- you're taking time. Now you're you're a comedian, and I know you from Funny for Fido. And you- oh, awesome! Have you been? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> but we've talked to uh, uh, the guy from Thirty Rock who who you booked. Oh, who Judah. Was- yeah, Judah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a few years ago. I remember when he passed, when he uh, when he had a conversation with you guys. I remember that. Well, yeah. it look, looks like you're moving up in the world there. The, yeah, I, I think they're going too bad. <laughs> I think uh, when you when you can pass by the whole animal planet and the Nat Geo and all of that and go right to network television, <laughs> something you're doing something right. And of course, I, I, I didn't have much say in that, but I'm I'm thankful that it just that we landed where we landed. The program called Dogs in the City. What is it about? It's kind of a reality show, isn't it? Yeah, it's a dog training show, but it also focuses on the human aspect of the dog-human relationship and how a lot of times people's own neurosis and issues, you see the symptoms of that in their behavior with their dogs. Um, especially in New York where you have, you know, you're never short of <laughs> neurotic people with a lot of different issues going on. Um, a lot of times you see 
dogs acting in weird ways, and I get called for a lot of these situations, and then I, you know, kind of trace it back to behaviors in the owners. So we work on the canine aspect of it, but we also work on the human aspect of it. Because I always say it's kind of like, you know, a lot of times working with dogs, it's it, it's almost like I used to be a personal trainer when I was working with people who had obesity problems. It's not so much just the mechanical part of getting them on the treadmill. It's also changing the life habits that got them to that point in the first place. So a lot of times I'll work on the mechanical aspects of just training the dogs, but I also want to work on the issues that the people are having that you know have made their issues get to the point that they're at. Justin, I so agree with you. I always tell my clients, you know, you will never change. You will never get the permanent result if you're not going to change and make some changes in your relationship. This is so great. Look, I have exactly. one question to you. How you deal with all the those things, you know, this doctrining world, I, I will put it in the simple terms. I just had, I just did a few pilots for Animal Planet. And yeah. oh my God, just because I said you have to be the boss. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I was like, almost like a crucified. Uh, what, oh, how I know are you what you're doing? I, I, uh, you don't even have to finish the sentence. So you're, I so get what you're saying. Basically, the extreme version of people who think that if you yank on a chain a little bit, you're hurting the dog. And then conversely, the exactly. people go the opposite end where it's all aversion and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, you're, yeah I think what you're addressing is the big split, the big divide in how to train animals and what is um, inhumane and what is almost like over-coddling and how, you know, you'll get both sides kind of coming at you. And for me, it's like I've always tried to just keep an open mind and remain right in the middle and learn as much from both camps as possible because I don't think there's one answer to that. I think that, you know, you always have to set dogs up for success by using positive reinforcement, but conversely, you still have to correct the mistakes because otherwise you're doing the animal a disservice because nothing learns that way. It's almost like, you know, if you, you know, when you're teaching kids math problems, it's like they're, you, you set them up for success showing them how to solve the problem, but you also have to tell them no when they get it wrong. They're only going to learn that much quicker. So, um, I, I really exactly. try to never get into arguments with people who are trying to uh, <laughs> focus too much on one extreme or too much on another extreme, mm -hmm. and I think the happy medium is really the best way to train the animals, and I also look at each animal as an individual. I don't ever think, like, because this breed is known for such and such traits, this is the specific way to train them. You know, they, they, their personalities are so unique. What was the hardest dog you have to train, or should I say person you had to train? You know, a lot of times you get people calling you for problems and they're talking the entire time that you're trying to explain to them how to fix the issue. They have ideas, of, they have a million ideas about how you're supposed to do your job and go about it and fix it. And, and, you know, it's like you're almost battling with them to just give them a simple solution. A lot of times people don't think that a solution can be fixed quite simply just with someone who knows what they're doing. So it's like, a lot of times you're you're battling the, the client's personality more than the dog's, and the dog will often respond right away, which is shocking to the client. You know, we don't we don't go a week without getting a call from somebody that's talking about how they their relationship is being affected. Like the dog, especially the little nippy dogs, don't like the husband or don't like the wife. They and and really jealous spouses. And I assume you're going to conquer this on on the series. Yeah, we get a lot of that. You you know, you get a lot of, we actually, um, I think it's in this, I can't give too much away because I want people to stay tuned, but I think sure. it's kind of in the, in the second episode. One of the major issues is that is where um, a husband and wife, uh, they kind of drew the line in their relationship via the dog. And it's like the dog is just, was just really responding to the wife um, using a dog almost as like a, a, as a form of separating, as a form of separating 
their relationship. And you saw the dog would constantly nip at the husband when she would hold it, and she'd say, "See, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't Ooh. love the dog." And you you really see that uh, the person actually uses the dog to take one side of the relationship, Ooh. and then you know the dog is always going to respond to. The household. I always say animals are really the barometer for the household they're living in. So once I got them to see that that was the issue, and then we um, did some techniques to just make the dog a little bit more, put the dog more in the middle, so to speak, uh, then you saw the issues go away right away. So it was really more the husband and wife kind of owning what they were doing with each other through the dog. So now I don't know. You know, maybe look at a divorce or something. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Have you seen relationships break up? I haven't seen relationships break up because of the dogs, but like I'll be honest with you, I've seen <laughs> me and my ex have joint custody of our dogs. Yeah. And at one point, I just could not stand her. And because of the dogs, we have become very, very good friends, and she appears on almost every episode of this show. So, <laughs> so the <yeah>. opposite <laughs> is true for me that sometimes um, you stay together for the dogs. Make people, make people who really did not belong together get together for the better. Well, we do that with our human kids, you know. I could see that happening. I know yeah, couples that almost stay. the same. Yeah, almost exactly the same. Justin, in this country, people would rather give up their relationship with the humans, but will never give up their relationship with no. the dog. The feel of guilt is becoming unbearable, so they are failing something, you know. Yeah, so. they feel like if they, they 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 feel like if they give up on their, it's so funny. It's like. When people take on their animals, you really see how the animals are extensions of their own feelings about themselves. Like, that was one of the things that I try to get clients to see a lot of times. And in the case of an animal that is, I always call it introduction anxiety, when um, someone is very coddling toward an animal because they've had loss in their lives and then they adopt an animal from a shelter. So, of course, they identify with the animal as being, you know, alone and scared and then they coddle it, which that's not a bad thing unless it's over-coddling. And then when the animal goes to meet another dog in the street they have the leash way in front of them and the dog is taking cues of nervousness from the person and then snaps out at the other dog and then they bring it back to them and then they hold it and then they feel bad for it you see how much the animals are extension of their own feelings about themselves it looks like a great program check it out it is wednesday nights 8 to 9 p.m eastern and pacific on cbs and justin we appreciate you taking time to join us today thank you very much thanks for having me i'm going to get back to you uh, fixing the puppies here knock them dead bye Friday, that should be your your show there. What happened? I don't know. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaandChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S. Cat owners, listen up. We love our cats. They're so adorable. But we certainly can't say the same for their litter boxes. Wouldn't it be great if you had an attractive litter box with a stylish hood and designs like black patent, leopard print, polka dot? Well, now you can. Kitty at GoGo is perfect for smaller homes or apartments where the litter box is usually an eyesore. Not only does Kitty at GoGo look great, it adds a stylish decor element with personality. Your choice of six decorative hoods and colorful patterns will look great in any room. Seeing is believing. 
And since you can't see them on the radio, check out all the designs at kittyagogo.com. And that's not all. Kittyagogo has a patented sifter rake, so there's no digging for treasures. In one single scoop of the rake, your cat's business is ready to dump right into the trash, making the task of cleaning up after your kitty a breeze. Made of the highest quality, durable, and stain-resistant plastic, both you and your cat will love this new concept in litter boxes. Kittyagogo. You have to see it to believe it. Learn more at kittyagogo.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, and the season of stars continues in just a few minutes with Jenna Fisher from The Office. She'll be <laughs> joining us. And you know what? I think it's actually getting better. I was a little worried when Steve Carell left. but yeah. uh, me, me too. Me too. They I, I, I stopped watching it for a little while, and I started watching it again. We have a boss here like Robert California, by the way. You know who I have on the phone? This is really cool. Bud Groth is joining us from Pets Life. Hey, Bud, welcome back to the show. Hey, fantastic, Al. I'm, hey, great to be back always with you guys. You know, we have a lot of new listeners since the last time you were on. We've added a bunch of brand new stations. These listeners may not already know about Pets Life, so I'm going to tell them about it. What exactly do we have to offer for them? Well, Pets Life, if, you know, if you're a new listener and you're not aware, most people have no idea that there is an alternative to anesthesia scaling. In almost the majority of cases, we've had people that have been able to use our product unbelievably successful. And since we've talked last, Al, we've got, we have thousands more vets even with us. Over 7,000 vets are using our products very successfully, especially on senior animals that they do not want to risk anesthesia on. Uh, just got a great testimonial in from another doctor. She was uh, very concerned about her dog that had kidney problems for over 10 years. And she did not want to put her dog under to do teeth, uh, you know, the anesthesia scaling. And our product does work. It works amazingly effectively to take the plaque and tartar off, reverses gingivitis. And we guarantee it. We're the only company that guarantees it 100%. If you're not 100% satisfied, we'll send your money back. You know, we've sold over 3 million bottles. Oh, We're sell, wow. You know, we ship to over 30 countries. We just got a huge order in from South Korea. Uh, they're loving it. And some of the your listeners may be not even aware, but uh, with our uh, veterinarian, um, um, you know, the um, huge amount of vets that are on board, they even have a stronger product, Vets Life. So if you have a serious problem, let's say you have a cat, you're a listener out there, you have a cat with stomatitis or stomatosis, one of the most damnable, difficult diseases to knock out. It's a red gum line disease where the teeth actually rot and fall right out of the mouth. And uh, the vets have found out uh, that our product even works on that. So we're excited about it. So all the new listeners, uh, anybody who wants to go to our website, we're offering a great discount, 20% off. If you just uh, call us um, you know, at our phone number or go online, PetsLife.com, P-E-T-Z-L-I-F-E.com, and just uh, enter the code RADIO and uh, our 
friends there will, uh, you know, are responsible for giving you a 20% discount. That would be great. Do you know that Bud gave me some of this product? Um, like I said, I, I won't endorse anything unless unless I've used it and I love it. And I love the product because we have two elder Karens that really... We, we were debating, should we put them through the anesthesia and, and get their teeth cleaned? And we use it. And, and it, but it was, it was pretty quick, too, I think, that we seen some results almost right away. I, I, I want to say thank you because, um, you know, it really helped us out a lot with our two dogs. Yeah, oh, and I would man. like to join, I would like to join, too, because, uh, to this compliment, I'm using on uh, my German Shepherd Mika with a great success. I recommend it. Check out the website. That's the way to find out about all the great Pets Life products. P-E-T-Z. L-I-F-E dot com. A good product. We love it, and we hope you get to use it, too. Bud, we'll talk to you again very soon. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. You're listening to Animal Radio. Welcome back to Party Animal on Animal Radio, and thanks for having me, and thanks for joining me, as always. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about a commercial. It's a very popular commercial. It, it might be about saving money on your long distance. And it's a disgruntled couple, and they're talking about how uh, he doesn't want to be committed to a phone plan. Yeah, that's it. And she says, we've been married for 40 years. And he says, 38. And he said, and you know I like variety. And she goes, we've had 11 bulldogs all named Steve. And therein lies this week's party animal. Uh, I could see getting the seven, the same breed of dog over and over. Although 11 of them over a, a span of 38 years, is that possible to have gone through 11 bulldogs? And I mean, where are you feeding them? I, I want to write in to the producers of this commercial. Like, how are they going through the 11? Has Michael Vick been getting their hand, his hands on, on some of these dogs? 11 seems a bit much. Now, I'm not going to go off on a rant about the fact that they named the dog Steve, although I'm not a big fan of human names for dogs. That's an age-old rant, but I stand by it. Dogs don't deserve human names. But, and I know a family who had a beloved dog, and when they replaced it, they, they named it Sport. And the dog's name was Sport. And they named the second one Sport 2. And I, I could see the sequel. If you have a third one, just say, you know, call it Sport the Return. You, you know, I, I would understand that. But to just 11 Steves, I mean, that seems, that's insulting to Steve number one, Steve number two, very insulting to Steve number three, because, you know, the third one's a charm. And four through ten. I mean, couldn't you call him, you know, King Steve for one or Steve-O for the other one? Or Steve Arino for another. I, man, I would love Steve Arino. I would love to go to a house that had a dog named Steve Arino. Any pet, party animal, animal radio. portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones, no antibiotics, no grains, no fillers. It is the official food of Animal Radio's studio stunt dog, Ladybug. And they also make a great cat food. You can visit StellaandChewy's.com to learn more. And uh, we're going to Amy. Hey, Amy. Welcome to the show. 
Hi, thank you for uh, having me on. Where, where are you calling from today? Uh, calling from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Oh, how very beautiful. Are you listening on XM or is it WEEU? What station? Uh, WEEU. I love those guys. They love the animals. <laughs> Dr. Debbie's right here. What's going on? Her thoughts are on uh, a raw diet for your dog. Yeah. Now, is it for any particular reason, or um, well, my dog has intrigued? had um, some issues with uh, one ear, not both, um, being uh, a little more red. He'll start to get a little bit of um, buildup in it. I was mm-hmm. using some ointments and treating it that way, and that seemed to always take care of it. And so she just started talking about a raw diet for you know different conditions and. Mm-hmm. And I didn't catch what kind of doggy you got. Uh, I have a little Westie, a West Highland Terrier. Oh, okay, beautiful. A lot of personality in those little oh, guys. Oh, he's yes. <laughs> They're fun, but I'll have to say, hearing that piece of information is very different because, yes, they are just horrible with allergies and skin disease in general. Um, and when I look at different breeds, um, I can pretty much count on if I see a Westie and it's coming for anything skin-related, we're going to have a very big allergy talk because um, they are just so prone to these problems. And, and it can be just something as simple as having ear infections or maybe an occasional rash um, or just tearing their skin out to you know to the bottom of their skin. It, it just varies quite a bit. So as far as, you know, I can't say that I necessarily embrace just a raw diet for this purpose. For me, I kind of go into this long spiel about um, food allergies. And uh, for me, it isn't, I don't treat that necessarily with raw diets. The way I treat that is by limiting uh, the ingredients. And that might be either through a limited ingredient diet. I usually use the prepared commercial ones that are um, in the veterinary grade lines. Um, or I'll use a hydrolyzed uh protein diet. Those are the, the ways that most veterinarians feel most comfortable with dealing with food allergies. And it's really based on the concepts of how pets respond to food allergens. So just because a food is raw doesn't mean they're not going to be allergic to it. So for me, I'd rather go to more the, the concept level of, of what the problem is. So if a pet's allergic to, say, chicken, well, yeah, obviously we're going to avoid that. But the problem is it's not easy to know what a dog is potentially allergic to. So we have to go on one of these elimination diets. Um, so um, the, the only other problem I'd have to say with, um, you know, doing your own, like, raw diets, um, you know, there's certainly the foodborne illness concern, as, you know, even with commercial food, we were, we're seeing with, um, you know, some of the salmonella concerns and prepared foods. Um, so that is an inherent concern um, I have with those. Um, also, just, uh, you know, some of the different uh, digestive concerns that we have along with that, um, nutritional long-term effects with um, a home-prepared diet, um, a little bit variable. So I generally lean more towards the prepared commercial foods. Okay. Um, as far as allergies, would it be, could this be an allergic reaction, even though, or response, even though it's just one ear? It's never Absolutely. Goes. You got it. It could be one ear that just kind of chronically has a problem. And um, for some breeds, um, I would say ears and rears for me are number one symptoms of uh, food allergy. So if we have an itchy butt, we have a lot of anal gland problems or we have recurrent ear infections. Those are big reasons to address food allergies. You know, but being a Westie, there's other things we talk about too. And, you know, there's a lot of other opportunities to treat. They commonly also have, um, you know, yeast infections in the skin. So if you got any other skin symptoms elsewhere, then we might deal with yeah, some of the... So far, he's really been, you know, fine. He's about two and a half and we've had no other problems. Um, good, he's a good. swimmer. He loves to swim. You think he's part Labrador. <laughs> loves to swim all day long, and we have a pond in our backyard, so he's wet a lot. So I try to dry his ears out. You know, when he's 
back up out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know if that was perhaps an issue as to why the ears were giving him a problem. It definitely can contribute. So definitely if we're swimming regularly, you know, that just kind of, you know, fills that whole ear canal with with water so yeah it definitely can be a contributing factor so i would always make sure that a dog that likes to swim a lot if we are prone to ear infections that once we come out of the water and we call it a day i want to use a nice general ear cleanser um, the acidifying ear cleansers if it has acetic acid um, salicylic acid those are going to kind of act like almost like a swimmer's ear for a dog and we're going to help dry out that ear canal and put that environment so that we hopefully don't have a lot of the bacterial or yeast agents that take advantage now the allergy part of things you know you may still have a red ear um but you know hopefully we don't get that infection to settle in there too okay Okay, that's great. Thank you so much for your call, Amy. Right. And Thank you uh, so much for your help. You're welcome. This is Dr. Debbie. The whole crew is sitting here waiting for your call. Is one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Well, good afternoon, morning, wherever you are. I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. Paul's pretty busy today over there. I noticed you're I'm very old. busy over here with this phone. You're an amazing, multi-talented woman. I'll tell you that right now. Judy Francis, screening your calls for Dr. Debbie, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, Joey Volani, the dog father, and animal communicator, Joey Turner. Joey's going to be talking about those pearly whites or pearly browns today and keeping your dog's or cat's teeth clean, which reminds me it's about time that I clean boots. Your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait Isn't a it funny how your own health care gets kind of put on the back burner? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone's more passionate about their pets, and, you know, we'll do without for our pet sites. Exactly. So. Uh, wait a second. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say <laughs> Boog the Studio Cat, Studio Stunt Cat's teeth. I brush every day, and I floss every day. Thank you very much. I do know that if your cat or dog doesn't get their teeth brushed and cleaned, that they can actually get disease that will uh, that could be fatal. Yeah, heart disease, uh, kidney problems, all of that just from that bacteria that's showering their blood system. So yeah. it's cheaper and better to keep uh, those teeth clean. And with Boog, he eats... Uh, canned food, right. so there's nothing really cleaning his good. teeth. No, so he doesn't chew anything of crap hard. On his teeth. Did I mention Jenna Fisher is going to be on the show today? Very cool about this uh, from the office. Pam from the office as our season of stars continues into the summer. Wow, the longest season of stars we've ever had here at Animal Radio. Another dynamite job Judy is doing. Getting well, these almost celebs seem to want to talk about their. They're animals. Also on the show today, we have lots of giveaways today, including the world's best cat litter, in fact. Uh, we also have Thundershirt, another Thundershirt to give away. We have uh, one of these Comfy Tails. Uh, the list goes on. It's, uh, it's amazing what we have some Vetris in. And Stacy Cohn, she is in the newsroom. She works 24 hours a day. If she ever shows up at your doorstep, it's like 60 minutes. You don't want to answer because she gets to the bottom of any animal-related story. And what are you working on? Well, summer's here. Everybody's packing up the car. The kids are in, and your animals are in. And do you know what is topping the list for the third year in a row as the number one priority for pet travelers? What? I'll give you a hint. The Romneys didn't consider this when they were traveling with their Uh. pets. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. <laughs> okay. Great way to stay nonpartisan there, Stacy. Well, of course, that probably has something to do with the story of Mitt Romney uh, traveling across the country with his dog on the roof. And we'll what, breed, what breed of the dog he has? 
I think it was an Irish, at the time, it was an Irish setter who's no longer with us, but I believe it was an Irish setter. I like Barack Obama's dog, a Portuguese water dog. I like that one a lot. Oh, Dr. Phil, you know, he's getting sued for that alleged dog attack. You heard about that, Vlad, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And there is a lot of rumors now. They kind of telling, well, you know, he's not... Uh, He's not doing himself what he's preaching about. He is preaching for the people to be more proactive in their relationship, and he wasn't proactive in the relationship with that dog. And um, from my personal experience, dog bites never comes out of the blue. There is a lot of warning signals. Uh, some dogs show more warning signals, some less. Mm. For instance, we always talk about the pit bulls and far from being a breed bias, because I truly worked with many nice and wonderful pit bulls, but uh, genetics pit bulls, I mean, they, they desire to, to hide their intentions. And, uh, you know, that's why when sometimes they snap, it's very unpredictable. So, mm. uh, but for the rest of the dogs, it's uh, very predictable. So easy see, easy deal. That's what my advice is. Mm. You don't think he's being sued because of his, uh, well, bank account? Of course he is, of course. Uh, but, and, 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 and I'm definitely, you know, against because we live in the so happy society. That's for sure. But in the same time, just uh, I, I talk to the regular folks all the time, just telling them, look, you don't want to be in trouble. You know, in the United States, on every dog, basically, we have at least three, four lawyers. Um, if we're going to count the lawyers and count the dogs, we can see in this country we have more lawyers than dogs, especially the state <laughs> of California. <laughs> so don't play with the flame. You know, so many people say, oh, it's okay, my dog bark, 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 bark. Dogs first bark after they snap, and it comes as totally surprised. Don't mm. play with the flame. Vlade has a three-month waiting list, but you can get through to him right now at one 405 And we're going to go to the phones next. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts here to answer your calls, animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, and Dr. Debbie. And just a few minutes away from Jenna Fisher joining us on the season of stars here at Animal Radio. Lots of giveaways this hour, and uh, in fact, uh, well, let's not do that now. We'll do that in just a few minutes. Stacy, what are you working on? Flea and tick season is uh, here, and you know what? Your house could be making your tick problem worse. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Line three, we have, is it Juan? Hey, Juan. Welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Hi, doctor. I'm fine. Thank you for the opportunity to ask you a question. What's up? Okay. Doctor, basically, I have my cat buddy has been with me since 1999. And uh, I noticed that lately when my cat buddy grooms, grooms himself, he's pulling some hair out. Uh, he has patches now of skin without hair around his thighs. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering... You know why that would be. He's an in and out cat, and um, the only uh, stress we live. You know, I live alone with him, and he lives alone with me. But the only stress that we got now is an ant infestation in our place, and the ants get to his food. And Buddy comes to me, and I open a new can for him and throw away the the, the you know the can that's got all the ants, and it's been a battle. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if that 
that's stressing him out or what? Yeah, and you know, itchy cats when they're pulling their hair out, the the the, the first things we really look at are the, whether there's something medically going on or if we think there's something behaviorally or psychologically going on. And the honest truth is that 80% of itchy cats that are pulling out hair, flea allergy, dermatitis is the likely uh, culprit. So if your kitty does go outside and you live in a flea uh, area, um, that's the number one thing that we focus on, we work on. Um, besides that, the next things down the list tend to be allergic skin disease, and that can be things like outdoor allergens, food allergies, and it can even be things like insect allergies. So um, cats can actually be allergic to things um, crawling around in the environment, um, especially if you know they're getting close and up, up and personal with those critters. So those can be some things. So I would definitely work on getting that ant problem uh, taken care of, and if that means picking up the food, um, limiting the time that it's down, because that definitely is one thing you can control pretty easily by just taking some of that opportunity away. Right, now, I do. I do. I mean, I he eats, and then he walks away, and then he eats, and then when I notice that he's done, I go and I grab the food before the ants get to it. But there is a uh, a, a cat outside that's, that's, that's a feral cat, and mm-hmm. and it's his friend, and I wonder maybe that maybe he's getting some ticks from her, or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. You know, if he's going outside, he's definitely in a higher risk group. And, and fleas, it doesn't take much. You know, they only spend about 5% of the time on the, on the animal and they'll actually be in the environment. So, um, the bulk of the time. So one of the main things that I would direct you to do is because this can be very frustrating when we're dealing with, um, cats pulling out hair. A lot of times we want to blame it on behavior and talk about stress and things that upset them. But, um, there's actually been a lot of research on this. And one important piece of research, they found that 70 Six percent of cats that were believed to have um, behaviorally driven um, problems, where they chewed their chewed themselves and pulled their hair out, seventy six percent of them were actually medical causes that just were undetected. So that means that that very small, less than one in four, is going to be something that's more behavioral. So I would work really hard on the flea allergy possibility, and you may need to even see a veterinarian about. Um, there's a product called Capstar that you can give as an oral medicine, and that is one of the best, uh, quickest kills to help. Uh, decreased flea burdens that can really help with um, uh, determining whether or not we have a flea allergy. Um, so that's one big thing. Now for uh, other types of approaches for allergies, food allergy is a big thing and that would require a commitment to a special diet as well. So you would have to work with your veterinarian on that and make sure he's not getting other things. Um, but beyond that, then we really get into some of the nitty-gritty medications that we might use, things that are in the antihistamine family for itching or things that might be more geared towards behavioral-driven uh, things. So um, for me, I'd say before, I'd say I want to try giving your kitty a pill. And who wants to give their cat a pill, right? Yeah. Uh, I'd look at doing some of the other things that we might be able to, to tackle here when it comes to flea control. Well, thank you. I'll take them to the vet, and I'll mention that Capstar uh, medicine that you mentioned. And, um, and, and you know, he'll, he'll take a look at them, and, and, you know, but he definitely needs, needs his... And you know, now that you mention it, I haven't been putting his, he hasn't had his fleet treatment in a while, so maybe that's what I need to do now that summer's coming. Yeah, yeah. And it's a, this is going to be a bad season when it comes to parasites all the way around. Fleas, yeah. ticks, you name it. So yeah, you definitely want to be vigilant. And sometimes we will even, with the veterinarian's direction, with some of the different flea products, we'll even increase the frequency from once a month to every two weeks. So that might be another thing to inquire with the product and with your veterinarian there. Okay. Well, thank you very much, doctor. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. This is Dr. Debbie. We're here at 1-866-405-8405. 
This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Veterison, one-step wound and infection spray for hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. You can reduce your pet's recovery time up to 60% with Veterison. For more information, go to Veterison.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. This would be some good stuff for uh, Vlade because he has, he has some rashes today. He's scratching. Have you noticed that he's actually had to go to the bathroom because he's scratching? <laughs> TMI. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They're they're celebrating Hotspot Month. I don't know if you can really celebrate Hotspot Month over at Betterson, <laughs> but they're they're focusing on hotspots. Yeah, and, they have lots of information at their website. Yeah, and that uh, of course is betterson.com, and we're actually going to give away some right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. If you happen to have hotspots, or if you're like Vlade, you just itch a lot. Vinnie Penn, two words for you. Pet obituaries. Where are they? Where? Why aren't they? Now, I know some of you out there are probably thinking, Vin, there are. You can go online here. You can Google this. Or they've always been here. I'm talking about in the mainstream newspaper of your town, the local newspaper. We buried an uncle of mine a few months ago that the entire family hated This guy ruined Thanksgiving upon Thanksgiving. He was a miserable old man who fell asleep in the middle of all the revelry and would wake up launching curses in everyone's direction. He terrified the grandkids. And the obit was so loving. And he warmed the cockles of our heart. He was a bright spot. On many a snowy, icy crisp. He was not a bright spot. If he brought the sunshine, he couldn't be a bright spot. I look at some of these obituaries, and they're for people uh, that that their driver's license is the picture they're using. And they've clearly got no one in, in their lives who even gives a damn that they're gone, not to be cold. And I think, why not the pets? Why wouldn't we have obituaries for our pets? When our dog, when the beloved family dog, Cruiser, our mini schnauzer passed, let me tell you something. I could have dedicated two columns to my main man raving about how he brought the family together at a time when my parents were divorcing. He brought love into a house that was devoid of love at this time. And the little in memoriams a year later, they'd break your heart. Instead, you see in memoriams for guys with faces that you're like, no one could have loved this man. This man doesn't even seem capable of love. And yet out of obligation, here he is saying, it was a year ago today, We lo-, and we're thinking of you today. No, you're not. You're thinking of the fact how you still can't get the smell out of the sofa that he fell asleep in every time he was over your house for the last 30 years. I want pet obituaries. I want them treated with the respect and reverence that we give to family members, human family members, who you had neither for. I mean, R.I.P.? An R.I.P. for your dogs and cats? That's what they do. They rip the sofa. It's perfect. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. You let me know what you think. 
Vetricin, a one-step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetricin reduces recovery time by up to 60% on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non-toxic and will not sting and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections easy. For more information, go to Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T. E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. Do you love cleaning the litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole curl corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go hassle-free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. Kempton Hotels, the very first hotel company to welcome pets, goes beyond just allowing them to stay. Their Kempton Pets program includes pet-friendly perks like plush beds, bowls, treats, with services such as dog walking and pet sitting. Kempton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, or other major U.S. cities, stay at Kempton Hotels. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Find us on Facebook or KimptonHotels.com. Welcome. It is Animal Radio. More wag, less bark. Celebrating our connection with our pets as we do every week if this is your first week welcome welcome all uh, check in with us at one 405 to my left dr debbie to my right vladi the world famous russian dog wizard dog father joey Volani, and animal communicator joey turner joining us on skype uh, judy's screening calls right now ladybug the studio stunt dog is actually talking to i believe a cat on the phone yeah she'll talk to your cat what the heck stacy cone uh, she is uh Working hard in the newsroom. Where is she? She disappeared from the newsroom. I guess she's getting coffee. Let's uh, hit the phones. I believe we have Cindy on the phones for Vlad. Hey, Cindy, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. What's on your mind today? Hi, Cindy. Well, I just Cindy. Kind of Cindy, Cindy. Vlad joined the show, and uh, I've listening, been listening for about four years now, and I'm just about to quit listening. Oh, no. Why is that? Well, I just it seems like... Uh, Vlade just takes over the whole show, and we don't get to hear any of the other people hardly at all. Oh, really, Cindy? <laughs> so who? Okay, so 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 you call to complain about Vladi he taking over whole show? That's that's kind of interesting. So go ahead. Well, that's that's pretty much you know you you have some good information, but you just are so lengthy in all of your explanations about everything. <laughs> that's what our producer says. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's just really annoying because, you know, like if Joy or one of the others gets on there, it seems like almost immediately the music starts playing and they cut them short. But Vlade, he can talk forever. Okay, so 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 Vlade gets special privileges, you believe? Well, I don't know that that's it, but it 
Well, maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. Well. I don't know. <laughs> Cindy, uh, what can I tell you? Um, I really still not sure what is your complaint is about. Um, if you have some, do you have a dog? Yes, I do. I have several dogs and cats. I rescue them. Oh, okay. good for you. What dogs you have? Well, I have uh, the ones that are mine that I keep with me all the time are a little cocker spaniel, a lab, a chihuahua, a skipper key. Oh, you, yeah. you have a whole selection of them. So do you have any behavior problems with them? No, everybody does really well. Okay, yeah. I guess I guess behavior pro I guess the problem is always problem if we are considering that's the problem. Uh what, what if I will knock on your door? If you're not gonna be like like this or you think it's okay for them to bark like that? Uh, sure, because that way they're letting me know that someone's there. That's their job. Ah, uh, now we understand your nature of your complaints because you're really not uh, my client and not my listener. You know, uh, Vladi likes the order. Vladi likes the way to transfer the dog to be part of the family, where you can take him with you everywhere you go, like we do in Europe. You know why? Because they behave. And uh, when uh, knocking on the door, dogs supposed to maybe bark one time to tell you. Somebody's here, but after that doesn't become service to you anymore. So basically, go ahead, Cindy. No, that's right. You're absolutely right, and that's what mine do. They let me know that someone's there, and when I call them off, they, they hush. They're that's good. So you are the alpha. You're the alpha. And they go with me. They go with me, you know, and they're very well-minded whenever they go places with me. I see. So you're the alpha. Yes. Okay, that's where you don't have a problem. And uh, I guess some of the people needs to learn from you how to become the alpha, and that's all this show is about. One of the famous um, philosopher said, you got to keep main thing as the main thing. And the main thing in the relationship with your dog oh, boy. is respect <laughs> to the human authority because if some people keep doing what they keep doing they're going to get they're going to get they're going to get what they are getting and i guess that's all what my advice is about i my explanation goes a little bit beyond uh, the strict to the dog's point i bring analogy from the real life circumstances bring the humor because that way people better relate uh, my education beyond being a certified doctrinaire behaviorist, I also have an MBA and uh, in um, a master's degree in uh, social science. So that is why it gives me a chance to address broad pictures. And uh, that's why maybe sometimes some confusions, but that's what my language is. I sometimes talk between the lines, sometimes stick to the point and address the point decisively with a brutal truth. You like it or not, but that's what the Vladi, that is why when the Vladi talks, so many people listening, and I appreciate your feedback. We love negative and positive. That's what we're all about. This is the great country, America, where the democracy is the main, main supreme. Thank you for calling, guys. Thank you, Vladi. Cindy, you said yeah. you have cats? Yes, I do. I'd like to give your cat some cat litter. Is that okay? Some world's best cat litter. I have tons of it that they put right in front of my desk, and I can't sit down at my desk unless I give it away. Thank you. That would be awesome. I could really use it, yeah. And also, we'd love you as a listener. We don't want you to go anywhere. We need all the listeners we can get, and especially very smart <laughs> and intelligent listeners like yourself, okay? 
Well, thank you very much. I do love the show. Cindy, hold on for one second. Judy's going to get all your information and get you some of that world's best cat litter. Uh, by the way, for those that aren't as lucky as Cindy to get through and get that cat litter, you can head on over to the website at worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. We use it right here in the studio. It's it's great. If you need to solve your litter box problems, switch to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back. And you can find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. And that's where you'll get a free bag of World's Best Cat Litter to try out. She didn't like it, Bob. Wow. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the people like that, too, because, you know, that's what they make our show so great, because, you know, different opinions, and uh, that's all my pers- persona is. It's I don't cover it up. It's, like, very controversial, and I always, through all my professional career, I have people who See, love how, me how and hate me. Yeah. <laughs> and how, how slick? Because what's going to happen now? We got her address, and we're going to go pay her a visit, okay? Because we're sending the cat list. We got her address. Why? Don't worry. We'll straighten her right out for you, okay? Well, no, this is exactly what our producer is saying, though, all the time. And it's funny because she was actually saying that uh, you interrupt. And as she was saying that, you were interrupting. And... <laughs> It was, but you know this is Vladi. This is why we have him on Animal Radio. We have uh, we have all types on Animal Radio. Joey Volani, of course, uh, quite the personality, as well as Doctor Debbie, Animal Communicator Joey Turner, and we love to hear from you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. And yeah, we're going to go over to her house later with flowers and kitty Cat litter, litter and yeah. all kinds of good stuff. Maybe Vladi will even bring her some food or, or yeah, I'll know. go bring her some vodka and let vodka. me just go home and dress it up myself. <laughs> Let's take another call for Dr. Debbie. We have Jim on the phones. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Great. How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling from today? Uh, Camarillo, California. Oh, lovely Camarillo. We lo- used to be in my home. Used to, I love that place. It's like far enough out of the city. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. Nice and comfortable today. I bet it is. I have Dr. Debbie here. What's going on with your dog, cat, iguana? Parrot, flamingo? No, I don't have an iguana yet. It's a dog. It's a lopsilopsil, and it's. Uh, I spoke with you guys a while ago about uh, fleas, and I got rid of the fleas, but the fella's still itching, and I think it might be from the food, and I didn't know what kind of good food to give him that would get rid of the allergies or what have you for him. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the, the trick to this when we're talking about food allergies is it's, it's not as simple as just going to the grocery store and picking a different food off the shelf when it comes to food allergies. Um, there's, there's different ways that we can approach food allergies. The two big ways is we pick a diet, either picked um, one that it would be in what we call the hydrolyzed diet family. Um, the other is what we call the novel protein diet family. Um, so there's different ways. Now I'll kind of briefly go over those. The hydrolyzed um, protein diet is similar to children that just can't take milk formula. So there's they basically take the milk proteins and they break them up into smaller pieces so that they can still take the milk and have formula, but their immune system doesn't react to it. So this is what they do with this type of dog food as well. So um, it's a way of kind of tricking their immune system. So say a dog is allergic to chicken, they can still eat a chicken-based protein if it's hydrolyzed. So it's kind of a sneaky way. Um, but that's something you would have to see your veterinarian for. There are a couple um, 
hydrolyzed diets out on the market um, by different manufacturers. And those are by far one of the more direct ways to figure out and to capture those dogs that are uh, potentially food allergic. Now, the other way that I mentioned is called novel protein diets. And that used to be the good old lamb and rice we used to think, you know, decades ago was a great novel protein that dogs just hadn't seen it. But we know that isn't necessarily the case now, and it's actually everywhere. So novel protein diets can work, and after a couple years, a dog can actually get sensitive to that protein. It's no longer new. They're used to it. So then we may have to switch to something different. And these diets are, and again, they're more than just going to the food um, at the grocery store and saying, oh, I'm going to pick a uh, venison-based diet now because there's still different ingredients within those diets. So this, too, you would want to work with your veterinarian to help pick a food. Um, some you know, different manufacturers, uh, Purina, Royal Canin, Hills, Iams, a lot of these companies, they have diets that may be based in newer proteins, things like venison, uh, kangaroo, duck, rabbit. Um, so that might be the protein source that we're looking at. Um, whichever way we go, we need to make a commitment for a couple months with a diet and staying faithful to it, not giving treats, not giving human foods or other types of snacks um, around um, at that time. But that after about eight weeks, maybe 12 weeks, um, if we see an overall improvement in the itching and the skin skin symptoms, then we know we're heading the right way and we found a, a dog that has um, food allergy. So, And it is very common. So, you, you know, Lhasa Apta, I would say, yeah, definitely. We see a lot of these guys that can have that. It, they may still also have other types of allergies, inhaling allergies as well. Um, but if you can help uh, control this one thing, um, you may go a long way to help your pet, you know, prevent their itching problems down the road. Can I ask you one more question? Uh-huh, I, got, sure. I got cats, right? You said inhalant allergies. Would the cat litter make him itch? You know, could he be allergic to he could be allergic to the cat litter. He could be allergic. Dogs can be allergic to just about anything we can. And I've actually had dogs that we've done allergy testing on, and they test that they respond and they're allergic to cats, but they're also allergic to human dander. So what are you going to do? Holy cow! You, you might say, uh, you know, don't have a cat if your dog is allergic, but they could be allergic to you. So what are you going to do then? Exactly. Thank you. All right. Okay. Cool. What did you call that hydro what thing? That food. Hydrolyzed. H Y D R O lyzed. Yeah. All right, I'll check with uh, my vet and deal with that then. Okay, well, good luck with that and, and let us know how things turn out. Uh, we love to hear those follow up calls. This is Dr. Will. Debbie. Thank you so much for calling, Jim. We appreciate it and give that baby a pat on the head. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. If you're traveling to Boston, take your pet along and stay at the 90 Hotel or Onyx Hotel, just two of over 50 Kimpton Hotels that are 100% pet friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. You can find out more at Kimpton Pets about the Kimpton Pets program by calling one 1- 8 Kimpton, K-I-M-P-T-O-N. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. It's the pet food recall that just doesn't end. From the recall of a single batch of its Diamond Naturals dry dog food on April 6th for possible salmonella contamination, Diamond Pet Foods has expanded the recall on eight separate occasions, endured a week-long inspection of one of its plants by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, which then criticized their practices and most recently acknowledged that now... Cats are also at risk. 
Yet the Missouri-based maker of Diamond Premium Edge, Kirkland Signature, and some other pet food brands has not called special attention to the expansion of the recall to cat food beyond just amending a statement on their Internet recall site. But you need to be aware of all of their cat food as well. They uh, did a recall between December 9, 2011 and April 7, 2012 due to potential salmonella contamination. So check your cat food now. Hey, if you miss Lucky the Dog's posh wedding shower, you can still make it to her July 12th wedding at New York's exclusive Essex House Hotel. Lucky, who now holds the Guinness World Record as the animal most photographed with celebrities, has posed with the likes of Betty White, Snoop Dogg, and Hugh Grant. Her new mission is searching for a husband. Oh, get behind me, Lucky. The marital-minded Maltese is taking applications on her Facebook page for The Right Guy, which owner and animal advocate Wendy Diamond says needs to be friendly and not camera shy, but not necessarily canine. Wow, she's going for a little a mixed relationship here. What's the rush? Well, poor Lucky's been diagnosed with terminal cancer and given 3 to 12 months to live, and she wants to make sure she has a husband before she dies. All right. <laughs> Oh, would you take your dog to church with you if you could? There's a Florida pastor who says he's decided not to turn away any four-legged parishioners who want to join their two-legged companions at church. Pastor David Hughes told the Sun Sentinel that almost 500 dogs filled the pews on this past Saturday for the first of two Dog Day weekend services at the Church of the Glades in Coral Springs. Some of the animals reportedly in attendance, uh, in attendance range from teacup poodles to Irish wolfhounds as well as several eagles were there. A 600-pound lion was in church. Can you imagine sitting next to a lion while you're praying? I would be praying immediately. That's one way to get you to start praying. Hugh says he thinks that man's best friend fits nicely with the values of loyalty, love, and protectiveness, noting that um, many theologians call Jesus the hound of heaven. All right. I, that's his quote, not mine. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by PetStay. They give the four-legged friends the four-star treatment. It's available at Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas. And PetStay includes amenities like the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service. Yeah, for your dog, specialty room service. It's more than pet-friendly. It's pet-focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Vegas This weekend, Tony and Tina's wedding. This Ooh, is a June wedding? Everybody. I've seen it. Have you? Have you? I would imagine. I've seen it. I've seen it when it was off-Broadway in Manhattan. And you know what? It's unbelievable. you got to go see it. Really? Is that one of those you shows that see it. They, they, they make the audience participate? You're part of it. Yes. You're, uh-huh. part, you're part of it. And I'm not going to say anything, but there's a lot that goes on. Even if you go into the bathroom, there's crap going on in there, too. <laughs> and, Literally. Uh, I'm, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Literally, yes. No, but there is... It's, it's, it's really good. Watch it. And bring your dog. So 
so they can sit in the room and order room service. It's happening all through July 31st. Tickets eighty seven ninety nine, eighty eight bucks right there to one hundred nineteen bucks. It's happening outside at Bally's Las Vegas, and uh, like Joey said, bring your dog along, and they can stay in the room and eat the room service while you're out checking out Tony and Tina's weddings. Pet Day, thank you so much for sponsoring Animal Radio. By the way, the Pet Day program is at Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood's Harrah's, Flamingos, Bally's, and Rio, as well as the Imperial Palace Resorts in Las Vegas. Just a lot of great hotels. We're topping off this week's show with Jenna Fisher. She's on the phone. Hi, Jenna. How are you doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Oh, it is so good to talk to you. Are you calling from the set? I'm not. I'm calling from my house. I, I wish I were calling from the set. That sounds more exciting. But, but you're working now, aren't you, this week? We are. We're, we're shooting this. Uh, we're shooting the current season, the season five. But um, I had the morning off, which is a real treat. And so I'm talking to you guys. Oh, very exciting. Now, tell us. I remember in 2006, you were on the front of People magazine, or you were uh, you were pictured in People magazine with Andy. Is Andy still around? He is. He's 16 years old. Wow. Oh. He's doing great. Last year, he was diagnosed with the beginnings of kidney disease. Oh. And um, I have to say, um, if I, I worked for many years doing animal rescue, which I think you guys know, and through doing uh, animal rescue, I got sort of a crash course. I feel like I became a little bit of like a, a vet's assistant with my knowledge of various diseases and things that cats can have. And thankfully, I wasn't overwhelmed by the news that he had the beginnings of kidney disease because it's really manageable. And I give him sub-Q fluids at home every day. Oh, really? Like an IV? Um, it's not an IV because I don't have to hit a vein, thank goodness, because I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> yeah, it's a fairly common disease. How is Andy taking to this? Well, that's the thing. He was a semi-feral cat when I got him. It's uh -huh. very feisty. And um, he, uh, at first, he was not crazy about it. I suffered several um, bites of protest and <laughs> um, scratches, and, and he would wiggle out. And now that my biggest problem, he's so relaxed. You know, cats actually sort of like getting fluids. It feels good. And now after a year of doing it, mm. he looks forward to it. He sits in this little basket. I put the needle in, and sometimes he'll make a little protest of a meow, but that's it. Now he's so comfortable, he starts to clean himself oh. while he's getting his fluids. And now my biggest struggle is making the needle stay. And I, sometimes when he cleans himself, it just pops out because he's so relaxed. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad he's adapted to that. We have a similar situation with a cat here. We don't have to do the fluids, but we have to pill him every day, and it took a little while for him to adjust to it. Now he actually comes for his pill. Are you serious? Yeah. Do you put the pill in something, like food or something? No, and you know what? He gets two pills every day, and he sits there, and if I don't get it exactly in his mouth, you can see him work it and actually swallow he it. He actually swallows this pill. Yes. I cannot believe that. And we're not talking like about a meat pill or anything. This is a prednisone, a steroid, which yeah. tastes pretty nasty. Yeah. Wow. Is Andy the only the only animal that you have in your life? Yes. Well, um, I I had a dog with my ex husband, mm -hmm. and um, my ex kept the dog. His name's Wesley. He was a rescue as well. And um, but every time either one of us goes out of town, we take care of we pet sit for the other. So actually, this month. My ex is going out of town for five days, so I get to have Wesley, my my dog, for five days. Oh, that's good. And the cat and dog will be reunited, and um, which is always a lot of fun. Oh, you have visitation yeah. rights. That's exactly right. Exactly <laughs> right. So, it, you know, it was tough because we rescued the dog together while we were married, but the dog always really took to my husband more, and 
um, they had a closer bond, and Andy had been mine since I was in college, mm. and um, so yeah, that was that was hard. But uh, you know, I'm the I'm the go-to person whenever <laughs> he needs anything, and so. Did you travel with Andy across the country when you uh, left home for stardom in in Hollywood? I did. I drove from St. Louis to California with Andy in a little cat carrier in the back seat of my Mazda hatchback, <laughs> and no. it took three days. And I would stop. I put a um, what I did was I put a litter box on in on the floor, the seat behind me, and uh, occasionally when I would stop, I would open the little door, and he never wanted to come out. He just stayed inside that carrier the whole time. And when I would stop at hotels, I would stop at a roadside motel and sneak him in uh-huh. and um and he would come out into the hotel at night and i don't know when he would do it because you know when i was sleeping he would sort of sneak over and use the litter box and eat a little bit but he hated it he hated that drive and he only protested though i was about three hours outside of los angeles and he finally started meowing he had had enough ah uh, so you were sneaking him in the back entrance of the hotels i imagine i was yeah you know because they don't allow pets but what was i going to do i was you know traveling across the country with my cat and my only other option would be to sleep in the car with him on the side of the road or something because there was no way i could leave him in the car overnight mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> ultimately are you a cat person or a dog person I, well, I would have to say I'm probably more of a cat person. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up, my family always had dogs. We never had a family cat. And it wasn't until I went off on my own and got my own apartment in college that I found Andy and rescued him and sort of discovered the wonderful world of cats. And I just, I don't know what it is. I just, they're so smart and curious. And I love to watch him figure things out. You know, he... um, it was like he was seven years old, and one day, I, over the course of about a month, he decided that he wanted to open up kitchen cabinets. <laughs> and I watched him every day kind of work on this project, and eventually he figured out how to do it. And now every once in a while, I'll walk into my kitchen, and they'll be like, the bottom drawer is open, and he's sitting in it. Mm, okay. And I just think that's so neat that he just one day, he's like, you know what? I want to open these up. Inquisitive. What is the uh, most spoiled thing you think you do for Andy? Well, I, I kind of let him bully me around with food. Mm. Uh-oh. You know, with his kidney disease and, and everything, he has to eat a pretty specific diet, so I can't be as generous with people food as I used to be. But um, when, I w- when I was raising him, I gave him some bad habits. When I just think it's cute, though. When I eat cereal... Sometimes he'll hit the spoon so that the milk splatters, and then he licks it up. (laughs) But it's so cute. I think he's so smart that he gets the milk off the spoon. And so I always say, I say, I'm an adult human, and I have to protect my food from my my pet cat. While I'm eating, I have to, like, guard my plate because I've taught him very bad manners. He's allowed to walk on the table during dinner, which when I have dinner parties then... You know, I have to put him back in the bedroom because, or if he jumps on the table, I act like it's the first time he's done that. Ah. I'll go, oh my goodness, I don't know why he's doing that. Oh my, I'm so sorry. Um, but of course, you know, he does that because every night at dinner he sits up at the table with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been so trying to do that. Yeah, that's probably the most, he's most spoiled. He has bad manners. If he wants it, if I'm drinking water or something and I have a glass, he can just walk right over and have a sip if he wants. Oh, the things we do for our animals. I know, but oh. I just love it. Jenna, we so appreciate you taking time out of your day to visit with us. Oh, you guys, 
you know I could talk animals all day. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Phyto-friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. You love your pets, but should anything ever happen to your furry friend, could you really afford it? With pet insurance from ProtectYourBubble.com, you can get up to 90% reimbursement for covered charges. Use any licensed vet and cancel at any time. Let us help you care for your pet with pet insurance that covers accidents and illnesses. Visit ProtectYourBubble.com for a quick quote or call us at 855-792-7387. That's 855-792-7387. Underwritten by United States Fire Insurance Company. Coverage may vary by state. It is Animal Radio. Pet talk with an attitude. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. Yeah, where'd that come from? <laughs> I'm just I looking like at that. Boog with the studio cat looked like he has an attitude on his face today. Joey, welcome back, Joey. We missed you last week. I missed being here last week. So I tried to make it through the uh, big wall segment with the Deluxe Pro Series kit. It was sad, Joey. It was, it was, it was really, really, really sad. sad. I, I didn't know what I was talking about, and I'm not a pro like you. You haven't been listening to me the past few weeks? No, I, I mean, you should, I be can, able, you should be able to sail through this. I should be able to, <laughs> but uh, I can't. We're, we're talking about Hal here, yeah, Joey. It's kind of a slow learning curve. I'm a slow person. But today I see you have the large slicker brush in your hand as well as some of the oatmeal shampoo. I'll tell you, um, you know, I've been saying this now for a while, but um, these products are really great. The more I use them, um, you know, and everything that they send to me, I try it if it's a grooming product. So it's not something that I'm going to sit here and talk blindly about. But I've said it before. I mean, these are professional quality tools. I mean, this is the same stuff that your professional groomer will be using, okay, with slight modifications to make it a little bit easier for um, for the just the everyday pet owner, like the um, comfort grip handle that they have, that's nice and soft and 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 it's um, sturdy in your hands. You don't have to worry about you know when you're brushing it, it, it actually slipping out. And believe it or not, that that can be a problem at times, depending on the type of handle of the brush and if the dog is trying to get away. The short bent pins, they're bent for a reason. Yeah, what is um, that? Not, well, that's that's the grab. Okay, so that's where you could brush real lightly and you're still going to get a good how can you going to get it's going to grab the hair real well and it's going to it's going to comb it out little by little so if you think of a matted hair in a ball and you had to separate all that hair out and you wanted to get it out of that ball so little by little you're going to have to pull at it and pull at it and pull at it until eventually they're their own strands and that's basically what this does it's 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 really it really is a great brush and it's um it's made to be gentle on your dog's skin 
The other thing, which I love the shampoo, I love the smell of it. Uh, matter of fact, and I hate to say this, I used it in my own hair um, a couple of times. And, <laughs> it's and it looks great. Very yes, well. it does. Yes, you know what? It, it, it looks. It. I mean, it smells great. The smell. I mean, it's 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 like I feel like I'm on a tropical island. It's a low sudsing shampoo, so it rinses out clean and easy. So if anyone knows that they want to bathe their dog at home, you know that sometimes it's a problem. I don't know any dog that just wants to sit in the tub, the sink, or in the backyard with the hose and wants to sit. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get that lather off because you don't want any type of irritation. So this is a quick rinse. It's a concentrate. Um, so you mix with water. So you you know you just buy this um this small bottle here, and it goes a long way. Um, whether you have a small dog or a big dog, it's going to go a long way, and it's soothing. It's very soothing because it's an oatmeal shampoo with a lot of different type of botanicals and oils in it. It's you great, know, good stuff. And the oatmeal shampoo is great for that itchy skin too. So uh, good stuff. I'd like to go ahead and give some away right now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We'll especially be appreciative if you're trying to adopt any animals out and you want to use this to make them look sharp for adoption. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. The oatmeal shampoo from Wall. These guys have been around, and as Joey says, he uses them professionally. I mean, these they make professional products, and now they have this consumer line, which is great for your animals. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five right now. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. This is Animal Radio. Some that they own, I'm ready about. I'll be there when you want it. Some way, somehow. Cause For Dr. Debbie, we have Dwight. Hey, Dwight. Welcome to the show. Hi. Where are you calling from today? Uh, right now, I'm in Kansas. Are you an OTR? Yep. What's going on? I have Dr. Debbie right here. Hi. My neighbor has a chocolate lab, about three years old. I just saw this the other day. He is uh, eating his own waste. Oh, lovely. I said, how long has he been doing that? Oh, he didn't really know. And I says, I said, what are you feeding that dog? He's a good dog food, but he didn't tell me what it was. Okay. And when he was doing this, was um, is the dog housed in like in a, a run, or is this he was just like running around the backyard and just decided to eat his own poo? Backyard. He's in a backyard, and so he just kind of went back to the area. Okay. So you know, the, the interesting thing is that most of these cases, it's more of a behavioral problem than actually a medical problem. There can be some medical problems that can cause a dog to do this, whether it is a, a digestive, um, an uh, absorptive problem, some types of food allergies, parasites, things like that. But generally, it's a problem that they actually pick up when they're young. And the mother dog, that's basically how she cleans the babies, is she licks their hindquarters and ingests their feces. So as disgusting as it sounds, this is kind of a natural behavior that they pick up um, very young. Um, it goes awry when it becomes 
becomes just disgustingly a nuisance. Um, so some of the tricks of this, and, and it can be hard when this has been going on for such a long period of time. But what we talk about is uh, limiting the access and the opportunity for this behavior to happen and uh, then to try to um, avoid it as well. So the first thing I would do is pretty much keep this dog under eyeballs watch anytime he's outside. If he's left alone to do his own business, then he's going to potentially eat his own business <laughs> when he has that opportunity. So you really have to go escort them outside, whether it takes take them out on a leash um, or to um, actually, um, you know, just kind of physically observe while he does his business. Um, there are some uh, deterrents that you can put in their food to make the stool taste bad. And uh, you would kind of naturally think that stool tastes bad anyways, but, you know, dogs love it. So, <laughs> so um, but that can help. You just have to be consistent with that and actually let the dog try to ingest those stools um, that correspond to, you know, the powders or the, the, the pills that they eat. So that's kind of the big thing there. Now, you know, some folks will kind of use Tabasco sauce or other bitter tasting things and put it on the stool to deter them. And, and that's fine if you can actually be that vigilant and follow around in the yard and put that on all the stool. But for me, I'd say I'd rather see folks spend their time picking up that poop, decreasing the opportunity and, um, you know, not waste your time putting, uh, you know, sauce on stool. It just sounds disgusting to me. <laughs> But, you know, he's got a real challenge on his hands if, if this has been going on for a while. Um, we can nip it in the bud, and we can definitely get control of it, but it's going to require, um, you know, getting a, a handle on things uh, behaviorally and access-wise. And, you know, since he is doing this, it will increase his potential for things like intestinal parasites. So um, a visit to the vet, get that stool checked, uh, screen him for parasites. Um, and, you know, a diet change might not be a bad idea as well, but uh, I'd start with some of the simple things first and, uh, you know, go with that. Okay. I'll tell right. Well, you're a good friend, man, to be concerned about your friend's dog and eating poop. So uh, I wish I had neighbors like that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dwight. I have neighbors like that. They eat their poop. 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kitty Agogo, bringing you six attractive litter box options and colorful designs from leopard prints to polka dots, especially suited for smaller homes or apartments where traditional litter boxes are an eyesore. Kitty Agogo will add stylish decor for you and your cat. Available at kittyagogo.com. That's kittyagogo.com. you got to check these out. These are really cool. They are cool. I have one in my living room because I have a small living room, and I hate it when people come in and they can see the litter box. They come in and they see this, and they it's it draws their attention because it's so cool looking. They're like, look at this cool furniture. Yeah, I right. know. And, and how long did it take for this to happen? You know, I just thought that was such a brilliant idea. The litter pan, it should be a fashion accessory. You know, we love our cats. You know, why would you want to, like, make it seem like you're afraid to people? People notice you have a cat. This is great. Yeah. Announce it. Yeah, and you can get it to match your decor and just it's cool piece of furniture. John, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Good. I understand you want to talk to our animal communicator, Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. Pleasure to speak with you again. Thanks for taking my call. You're um, welcome. Thank you for calling. We did well, a reading a month or so ago for my dog, Tuli, and uh, you recommended some um, chiropractic, and I since then got a, um, I had a two sessions um, for her over of a couple of weeks, and um, she seemed to really enjoy them. I was hoping that maybe you could just check in and make sure that um, she's feeling better and doesn't need another session anytime soon. Yeah, she thinks she's fine. She doesn't think she really needs anything now for quite a while. She feels so much better, she tells me. Okay. And she's just so delighted that we did this. She just can't even believe how much better it is that she feels. 
Wonderful. Enjoy. She knows that I'm leaving tomorrow, right? She Not says tomorrow. yes, but she still hasn't quite figured out for how long. So how long are you gone? Just 13 days. Okay. And a way that you could tell her that, if you wanted to tell her without me, would be to tell her 13 and some natural cycles, like either 13 times after it got dark or when it got light or some some natural cycle like that, because day doesn't mean much to her, which is pretty typical of animals. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll uh, talk to her in the form of, uh, in the terms of night then. Yes. And she says the other thing she wants to do is tell you to have a very good trip and bring her something very good back. Really? Hmm. Yes. I wonder what I could bring back for her. <laughs> well, she thinks, of course, something to eat. She thinks if you're going to a different place, there's got to be something different to eat there. Okay, I'll bring her something back to eat. It's yes. Wonderful. I will do that. And so thank you very much, Joy. That's really helpful. I appreciate all that you've um, done for us. Oh, you are so very welcome. And thank you so much for calling Animal Radio. Okay, have a good afternoon. Okay, uh, that's all we have time for today. Remember, you can check us out at the website at animalradio.com. Get all your information over there, everything we've talked about during today's show. And then, of course, on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Every day this week, we're giving away prize package, a prize basket for somebody that likes us over at Facebook, and that's Animal Radio. Or you can get your tweet on. We get your all your recalls, and there's been a lot lately. You get all the important news tweeted to you at Animal Radio. And, of course, you can email us at your voice at Animal Radio. Or call us all during the week at 1-866-405-8405. We want to thank Jenna Fisher for joining us today, and we'll see you next week for some more good old animal radio. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Thank Have you, a good weekend. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.